Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Okay, welcome to today's episode, and I'm really excited to have our guest today because I have already worked with her. Let me tell you a little bit about Leslie Ingvis. She's a business management specialist that's helping time-starved six-figure earners simplify and streamline running their businesses so they can prepare to scale, work less, and make more. So I'm super excited to introduce Leslie Ingvis, business management specialist and CEO of Clear Pathway. So welcome to the show today, Leslie. Thank I'm you. super excited. Yeah, this is great to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you. So Leslie, I've known for several years, um, just it, you know, through other people, and I've, I've been at an event, I think, at several events with her, mm -hmm. and just kind of knew who she was, but hadn't really gotten to know her really well. And then this summer, um, my friend and colleague Jeannie Spiro suggested that I talk with her because I was sort of having some meltdowns when it came to <laughs> all of my business systems and everything I was doing in my my business just felt like it was so unorganized. There was no real good flow. And because I'm not a person that's very good with details, it was really hard for me to kind of make sense of the way everything should flow and to really look at everything from a different perspective. So I hired Leslie and we had an amazing, um, like, like a VIP day, I guess we had, um, and went through all of my business systems and I really didn't even really know what to expect from that. I just was like, help me, <laughs> you know, what can you do? But I was really surprised at how amazing it was and how it turned so many things for me, not just my systems, but like my team. Like I hired a new person based on what we talked about. I moved someone over into a different position based on what we talked about. And it really gave me a good foundation of how I can scale my business without losing my mind because that, you know, I, I'd been all about like, you know, creating leverage with my programs and my courses, but my paperwork and all of my systems and things were a big fat mess. So I was super glad to have Leslie come in and kind of sweep everything up into a nice little pile and sift through everything. And it's working very well. So I'm Yay. so happy <laughs> that you're here and I, I can't wait to dive in with you. So, um, yeah, great. So just tell me a little bit about, um, you know, what drives you in your business? Like, what's your big why behind what you're doing to help these entrepreneurs get more organized in, in their systems? Um, well, I really love building things. My background is in construction, so it's kind of apropos. But when I opened up my own business, 
all of a sudden I realized that I opened up this big can of holy smokes. There's a lot more to do than just the job that I intended to do. And, you know, I love working with my clients and all, but there's, as we know, 17 hats, the bookkeeping, the marketing, the team building, the watching over the team, the managing, all of these things. And I started speaking with a lot of other people who said, yeah, this is just, it's just so overwhelming. Um, and so I took all the experience of project management and working with teams and managing offices and really used that to help simplify how entrepreneurs run their business. Because they're wearing all the hats, it becomes really difficult. So it's a matter of kind of pulling it out, looking at what's really important, what is the thing that only you can do in the business and is what you really love doing and the primary thing, and then what can we get rid of, simplify, streamline, automate, or have somebody else do. Um, and then this kind of developed more into looking at how everybody thinks a little differently and works differently. So I did a lot of research on this and I developed what I call your functionality, um, which is the, the different types of functioning and looking at where that fits in and what you need to bolster your particular uh, functioning type. Yeah, that was the quiz that I had to take at the beginning, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> about this. I thought this was so interesting. And even though I'd done a little bit of studying myself on uh, different ways and different personalities and traits, I'd love you to just expand a little bit on, on that. Tell us some of the traits and tell us sure. some of the, do you get different people or do you always usually get the same type of functionality? Give us a little insight. Um, I have to say that most on entrepreneurs fall into the same couple of categories, but it's the underpinning, the secondary ones that I look at the most. Oh, just gave out the secret. But uh, so when I came up with five different functioning personality types, there's the pragmatic person. This is the person who is really detailed, doesn't like extraneous information, or if anything is Incorrect, it drives them crazy. Um, think of like an engineer, accountant type of person. They like everything to line up. The caveat for the way that they work is that <clears throat> they often will schedule themselves so tightly and have their work planned out so carefully that if something interrupts them or you know comes from the left side and totally throws them, they can't get back on track. They have a tough time with that. Um, then there is the socialite. These are people who work best in collaboration with others or with a team. They are kind of, if you put them in the back office by themselves, they wither. So um, working <laughs> with them, some of the caveats to that is that they end up spending too much time in collaboration and focused on others and helping others and they're not focused on their own work and their own private time that really needs to be uh, done really in solitude. The third is the big picture visionary. This is where most entrepreneurs fall into, come up with these great ideas. Uh, in conversation, there's always, oh, we should build A and they should have A, fill in the blank. 
And he'd say, great, how are we going to do that? I don't know. <laughs> we're we're never in a lack for ideas, right, Leslie? I mean, that's... never a lack of ideas. <laughs> okay, let's do this, and then let's do this, and let's do that. <laughs> and it's reining in those ideas so that they can focus on something to actually bring it to fruition. Uh, for those type of big picture visionaries, the detail is the devil. It just it makes their heads hurt. So they need somebody who can. <laughs> You're pointing to yourself there. Yeah. <laughs> so they need to have a team that supports them, that can understand the details, put it into detail, but um, also be able to communicate so that the person who doesn't want to give the details is giving just an overall picture, and then somebody else has to fill in those details and be able to speak um, by broadening the information up to the person at the big picture visionary level. There's the creatives. And these are people who like to have variety in what they work on. They're usually very visual folks. And so they may dive into something, all their energies into it, and then like somebody flipped a switch. That's it, I have no more for this. I can't work on this anymore. Yeah. So they need something else they can turn to. But because they're visual, and out of sight, out of mind, it often means that their workspace is completely cluttered because everything is thrown out. It's all in piles all around. And then this can become overstimulating to them and cause them to shut down. So we have to find different ways of working with them to help to mitigate the, um, the overstimulation of all the visual and also be able to help them to focus and have variety at the same time. And then the fifth one is the organizer planner. Pick me. <laughs> have to have a plan for everything. And I look at things and immediately my mind starts breaking it down into steps. How to complete this. So I work very well with somebody who is a big picture visionary because I immediately take their idea and start thinking, yeah, okay, we'd have to start here. And then we'd have to move along to this and that and uh, break it into the steps. So those are the five basic types. If somebody has a team where each one of those types is um, filled, so to speak, a position, and each of those people gets to work on the right work for that functioning type, it's just amazing how much can get done and how easily things flow and understanding that others do work and think differently too will help with communication and stopping a lot of the, the little irritations that frequently go on when teams and groups of people work together. Yeah. So I'm assuming that the big picture thinker and the creative are probably what you get a lot of. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and I know that was my combination. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, because... I have some of that and I have, I have a little tiny, 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 tiny bit of the first one that you have. Well, maybe not the first one, maybe the organizer planner. I have a tiny bit, but then the creative, like, oh yeah, I'd like to, I get all excited about something. And then I'm like, oh, now I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to do something else. So right. reading it all in. Um, but I think understanding that people do have different functionalities or whatever you want to call them, personalities and the way they work is really imperative. If you are building a six-figure business and on, you're going mm -hmm. to need some team. And I know that's who you're, who you're working with because 
you can't do it alone, <laughs> you know, or you shouldn't. <laughs> this is about working less, making more. So hire someone if you haven't. But exactly. Um, so what do you do? What are your what is your first step with people? Do you have something like you settle, you know, you kind of go in or do you have the same type of methodology that you work when you work with people? Pretty much I work with the same methodology. The first thing is that they take the functionality assessment. Um, and it's frequently very eye-opening for the person. And I often hear, oh, now I don't feel like there's something wrong with me. It's just, that's the way I am. It's, you know, that's like understanding what, where yeah. it's coming from and not that you're just lazy or can't be on time or get bored easily, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So now we have that as a strength that we can build to. Then I take a look at what they're doing in the business and also who the team members are and what each team member is doing. Sometimes I make suggestions of moving some of the work around or having different team members do something else, a different type of work, so that it's playing to their strengths too. Um, so I, I really do kind of a, a deep dive, dig into everything that's going on in the business and what's working and what's not working and where the gaps are. And then we start to sort it out so that we can fill in the gaps or get rid of things that aren't necessary and get things to work. I liken it to pulling everything out of your closet and your bureaus and you throw this big heaping pile of clothes on the bed. That's just gathering all the information. Then we take each article of clothing and look at it. Do I like it? Does it fit? Is it still neat and uh, usable? And we start sorting these things out and then you realize, okay, I have 45 black pairs of pants and I have one pair that's tan. <laughs> right. There's a gap here. Do I need all 45 of the black pairs of pants? And of course we all say, yes, of course we do. So we might get rid of some of the ones that are not really good and realize that, yeah, I need to fill in. I need some different colors here. And it, that's similar to, oh, yes, I need to put in some different systems to help with other parts of the business. Yeah, I love this analogy of the closet because it, it kind of feels like that, right? When you're going along in your business. And I think when you're building your business, especially if you're building your business quickly, you know, you're just doing all the things and you're, you know, mm -hmm. you're sort of flying by the seat of your pants for a while until right. you realize, okay, I'm at a place where something has to change or it's all going to fall apart, right? <laughs> when I open that closet, everything's going to come pouring out. <laughs> so I love the analogy of bringing out and then really looking at each piece. Do I love this? Does it still fit me? You know, and mm -hmm. that really does fit. And that, I know that's what you did for me. Like, let's look, where are you going with this? And does this fit into your whole plan? So talk right. about how this helps people leverage and um, really kind of get things working and um, saving them time, I'm assuming is a big thing that what you're doing here. Sure, um, as you say, because you're building and really the focus is on getting the clients, getting things rolling, getting the money coming in, then you reach the saturation point of, oh, I can't juggle everything. So we're looking at it all and saying, okay, well, what can you juggle and what should you be juggling? What is the real purpose of you being in business here? What did you start this all for? 
What do you love doing? Because we know during that growth process, there's things you're going to find out that I thought I would like doing this and I really hate doing it. And there's other things that you start doing and you say, wow, this is great. I love it. So what are the things that are the best for you to do? And then we can sort out what are the things that you need to delegate, you need to have your team taken care of, or maybe even just stop doing. Because um, a mentor of mine used to use the phrase, what got you here won't get you there. So the work and the systems and the things you've been doing to get you to six figures or pushing that six figures are not the same things that will give you the capacity to scale further. Adjustments have to be made. And sometimes it means having to let certain team members go and bring on new team members because it's up-leveling. And sometimes it means that somebody that you've perhaps hired and not really been utilizing fully, maybe it's time to really step into using them more and having them support you more but you don't know until you look at everything that's going on and make the decisions on each of them. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and it is, it's just sort of the, um, the way businesses get built. I mean, you're usually not already thinking about, you know, where you're going to be when you first get started. So you just are winging it until you get to that place. Like you said, that saturation place of, okay, this can't continue, or I don't want it to continue. Right. Do people come to you because they're like freaking out or they're working so much and they're like, I just can't do all of this. Yeah. That's usually the point of, of just, as you said, saturation. Yeah. It's just, I am, if I, if something doesn't change soon, I'm going to burn out and have to stop. Yeah. And after all the, the heart and soul and blood, sweat and tears that go into building the business to that point, it would be the saddest thing to have to give up just because a few systems needed to change. And as you know, working together, we went through a couple of things and you changed. It didn't take a lot for you to make those changes and implement the new things. And suddenly you were saying like, wow, new life has been breathed into what I do now. And that's, that's like, when I hear that, that brings me to tears because I've been able to help them take that heavy load off their shoulders and be excited about business again. Yeah, because like you said, we wear so many hats, we're doing all the things and we have our brilliance, we have our gifts. And most of the time, our gifts are not your gifts or we wouldn't be meeting you, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> that organization and that just the way the details and the way things should go. And sometimes you just need someone else to look at what you're doing and go, does that really make sense? Or why don't if we just move this thing over here or like you were, it was some of the things that you did for me, it was seemed so obvious or so simple yet made such a difference. Well, we'll just put, I, I have 18 spreadsheets I'm supposed to be looking at. And you're like, why don't we just combine the things? And I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. Like, you know, my brain just doesn't work that way. And it's right. just saved me from having to deal with all these things I don't like to do and get me mm -hmm. back to concentrating on helping clients, you know, connecting with my clients because that's what I love. And I, that's what I want to spend most of my time doing. Of course, there's always those little things we have to do, but 
Right. It's, been, it's a lot easier now that I can just pull things and it's all in one spot. You know, it's the digging and the searching through all of that stuff. Where did I have that file? And where did I, I know I have it somewhere. And, you know, that stuff is annoying and it's a really a big fat time suck, you know, when it comes to, you know, if you've only got a few moments to get things done, looking for stuff on your computer for 20 minutes is really not the thing right. that you want to spend that 20 minutes doing. So, um, so what about for you? How has this affected you and your business? Have you seen a time when you were like, I need to leverage my own stuff? Like, is, am I doing too much one-to-one or have I, how have you brought leverage into your business? Oh boy, have I. Um, this year has been a major shift for me. I was working full-time and building my business until January of 2019, and then I went, scaled back to part-time, um, mainly to keep the health insurance, <laughs> and uh, building my business. And the goal was January of this year, leave the job, and this was going to be my breakout year. Um, unfortunately, my husband became sick, and I became his primary caretaker. So I left the job, and now I have a business that I simply don't have the time or the wherewithal to build this year because he is my primary focus and the thing that my heart and my gifts want to go to and take care of and focus on. So the business now became, what do I have to do to keep it going? Keep it idling basically is where I'm at because I'm still, I was just looking at my uh, books today, and I'm just actually a little bit above in revenue from what I was last year, but I've worked a lot less on the hours. Yeah. I looked at what I absolutely had to do, what were the things that were going to give me the biggest bang for my buck, so to speak, the, the, the best returns for the time of my investment, and it's all about my time right now. It's how much can I put in to gain the most out. So I've really looked at it as the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. I'm putting in just that 20%. I don't have capacity for the other 80%. So that 20 has to yield back the 80% of my business. Um, so I you know, spoke with people and asked, what are the best things that you are doing to gain clients and leverage your time in getting clients? Group work, is obviously one of the best ways. Um, and that was where I was headed this year, but that's been kind of shelled for a little while. So my best uh, things have been with uh, referral partners. So I've been reaching out to the people that I've built relationships over the past 10, 15 years um, and talked with them about what are some new ways that we can work together to help one another and in gaining new clients and helping those clients and really building our businesses that way. So that has, uh, it's been kind of a careful juggling act, but I have to say now that I'm looking back over this year, it has been one of the biggest blessings because I have a lot more skill and experience in my toolkit to help clients going forward in having to adjust and look at things. Well, and I love the fact that you said you're working like 20%, you know, and you've still made more money 
right. than you did last year doing all the things, right? And, and just doing everything. So it's so interesting to see that when we focus down, that we can create. Now, obviously, maybe you didn't have the big breakout year you were hoping as <laughs> money, but look at what you, but you shrunk down what you were doing mm-hmm. by just to that little bit. And you were still able to keep, you know, things not only afloat, but also actually making more. So waking more by working less because you exactly. focused on what's bringing you the money, where that leverage will take you. What can I do that, that gives you the biggest bang for the buck? And I love that because you know, doing all the things and throwing all that spaghetti at the wall and hoping something sticks is a, you know, sometimes we have to do that in the beginning, but you've been in business for a while. So it's like looking at what, where you can make the most impact and looking at how you can leverage your time. For you, it was a big time thing versus let's just make a bunch more money and still work less. For you, you had to do this. So um, you made it work and you made it work well, evidently. And like you said, you've learned, I'm sure along the way, like, okay, we don't have to go back to the same old, same old, like I can now have a whole different like Mm -hmm. perspective on business and how I can make this work and still have time for what we need to have time for your husband and whatever else, you know, you want in your, in your life. So that's pretty amazing. I think. Thank you. <laughs> you should give yourself a, <laughs> a pat on the back. We don't always recognize, you know, what we do, especially if we have these big goals. Oh, I want to get to this six figures, 500,000, a million dollars, whatever, right? We have these big goals and these things. And it's like, if we don't reach it, we feel that we failed somehow. And, but if we got some, like, what, what did we do? You know, what, got done this year what what did we do like if we look at those things it's like wow i did this this we forget what we did like the next week we're always on to the next project and we look back over and celebrate the things that we did do this has been not only a crazy year for you but for everyone right like Mm -hmm. on top of all of that all the craziness of covid and everything it's just been you know we have to look at what's happened and um and give ourselves a little bit of a pat on the back there for what did we do? How did we, you know, show up during all of this? If our businesses grew, then, you know, let, let's look and celebrate that. And let's, or even if they stayed the same, you know, I think that's an accomplishment in itself based on, mm-hmm. you know, all of the, the craziness. So um, excellent. Well, well I, think, I know you, yeah, go ahead. I think the funny thing is that as entrepreneurs, we're always looking to grow and we have our goals. I mean, that's everything is set the goals and work to achieve them. But we forget that the entire thing is a journey. Even if you hit that goal, you still have other goals out there. So you are constantly on a journey. And if we don't pay attention to that journey, we're missing a big part of life. Yep. So it's important to look at. I'm in the journey. I don't know if you guys can read that. I hadn't seen that. Perfect. My head's yeah. kind of in front of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that's so, so true. Yeah, because you just, it's just another thing you're going to get there. I had this happen too. It's like, Oh, I got to a hundred thousand dollars. No, no confetti dropped from the sky. And you know, there wasn't, you know, I didn't suddenly change into some miraculous new person. You know, the, the changing happens along the way and we don't see it. And we, unless we turn around and look and say, okay, let's turn around for a few minutes and let's see where, where have we come? You know, what have we accomplished? Maybe it wasn't the big thing we wanted, but maybe there was something else that came out of it. And so, 
Um, right. yeah, I'm starting to think that too, as we're kind of coming out to closing out this year, you know, these thinking into the new year and goals and things like, like let's look at 2020 and see the silver lining, like what happened here? What, what were we able to do and what changed us and that will make us better um, going forward in our business for ourselves and for our clients. So um, yeah, for me, it was a very um, interesting year of, of building and tweaking and um, you know, the thing we did this summer was a real big shift for me because I have big goals where I want to go, you know, I'm ready to hit my million dollars yeah. and I, I mean, I'm not quite there, but I want to, <laughs> and it's like, how am I going to build that business without, you know, the foundation crumbling underneath me? Because I still have this whole work less, make more. It's not just about, well, I'm just going to work 14, 16 hour days so I can make a million dollars. No, I need a foundation that's going to support me. And I knew that these systems were a huge place, a big hole. And it was getting very evident um, as things were starting to slip through the cracks with my clients and different things. And I was like, okay, we've got to create a very sturdy foundation. And I know that's what you've done for me. And I, I think that's what you're doing for other people who are ready, like you said, to scale up, to do that in a way that supports them and helps them rather than, you know, hinders them. Because I think that's what it was for me was just a big tangled mess. And it was like, pull, it was like a weight that I was dragging <laughs> on my foot, you know, I'm dragging it along instead of something that's helping support me and lift me. So um, you guys, if you are at the stage in your business and wondering how you're going to grow, um, then Leslie is your girl to, to do that. So tell us where we can get in touch with you, Leslie. I know we'll have the links on the show notes and everything, but go ahead and tell us. Sure. I think the best way is to go to um, talk with Leslie, and that's L-E-S-L-E-Y dot com. That's my scheduler. You can schedule a half hour call with me. Tell me what's going crazy, driving you crazy. I'll definitely give you some ideas on that call. And, uh, you know, maybe it's something where uh, we'll decide that we should work together, or maybe I've got some resources that I can point you in a different direction, because everybody is different in what they need. And I am a firm believer in making small course corrections. It doesn't make any sense to be running a business and tear it apart and make huge changes, because that's not going to work. It's what little corrections can we make and then build on so it can really make a big difference. Great. Okay. Well, we'll have those links over in the show notes. Thank you so much, Leslie, for coming on thank here. And you. thank you again for helping me in my business because that's been the biggest turnaround for me this year. And um, if you guys want a little bit of that, then make sure you reach out to Leslie. So, okay, you guys, thank you so much for stopping in and listening to this episode. And I will see you on the next one. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at DonnaAshton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app, 
and want to leave us a quick review and some love that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.